A step that every song or album goes through before it's technically and musically perfect is, of course, see a producer. Today's music maven has been in the industry for 15 years, and he's done it all from songwriting to sound engineering. He's worked with artists like Corneille, Dubmatic, and Camaro. Right now, you'll spend a day in the life of Sonny Black and learn about the many roles of a 360 music producer. Music Technique is an audio engineering school for uh, people that want to become, that want to work in sound. So I sound engineers uh, for TV, for cinema, for music, obviously. I came here in the late 90s to learn about all the technology. Uh, I was a musician, but I didn't know anything about microphones and preamps and, and synthesizers and all that stuff. Uh, so it's a one-year program, and uh, we see everything that has to do with sound. So let's see what they had. Hey guys, no phones. Hi. <laughs> Go on, grid. Grid. Again, relative grid. Uh, what I teach at uh, Musique Technique, I have a music production class. Uh, so they have to produce, uh, the students have to produce a song. They have to write it, record it, mix it, make it sound good. Um, I also have a music mixing class. So we have different multi-track recordings and different genres. And we have some jazz uh, songs and we have EDM, we have rock. And they have to learn to mix each one of those different things. So keep doing that. I'll go check on the other guys. They here, all right. You are a guitar player. Chanté, moi c'est All right. Donc, uh, on peut on peut jouer, play the song. They're supposed to be mixing their song, and they're still recording instruments. So they had a guitar player come in today, so they were kind of adjusting and uh, what he's going to do. Uh, the, the rest of the song is not even done yet, so they're really, really late. Here we go. They're gonna have to uh, maybe not sleep for the next week, but that's okay. That's that's what the business is. Sometimes you you rush at the end, and that's that's the way it is. <laughs> I love teaching. Some groups are are really great. Uh, you get to see the transformation because I see them from. I see the students from the first semester, they come in, they don't know anything, just like I did when I came in. 
I know a bit of, knew a bit about music, but nothing about the technical aspect of it. And then at the end of the year, they're able to create a song, record it, uh, mix it, and have a professional product that they can be proud of. Yeah, so many voices. You want 16 voices? Like it's, it could be a unison. It's too organ-ish, not plucky enough. Yeah, this one's better, yeah. Uh, and they were just missing a little musical element in their song. And I, I don't know, it just came up to me earlier when they played a song this morning. Put a bit of sound. Thank you. Uh, some, something like that. So, so yeah, I just played it for them and just like give it some indications, put that, layer this, repeat, and finish it off. Yeah. All right, something in the middle of that. It's a little long. Yeah, it's too long. We'll get it, we'll get it. Yeah. Hey, boys. We have an English filming crew. Can yeah. we open the project? Yeah. No, no, no. It has to be discreet. Okay, what? Yeah. Because it's fairly high. Okay, let's see. The higher it is, the more the ears goes to that. It's like, oh, something going on. So you really don't need to put it that loud because you don't want to distract. Eventually, there's going to be some vocals on there, so you don't want to distract the listener's attention from the vocals, which is the star of the show. I used to listen to Michael Jackson when I was young, like a lot of people of my generation. And I was, I loved his albums and I would listen to them. And then one album came out and it sounded different than the other ones. And I didn't like it as much. And then I really wondered like, well, what happened? So I started reading the credits, which nobody does on those albums, but I did. And then I noticed that one name was really different, it's the producer. One was Quincy Jones and the other one were someone else. And I like the Quincy Jones ones. Like, I think I want to do that. Because I never wanted to be the one on stage or the one in the studio singing. I wanted to be involved in music. So I was like, well, I don't know what a producer does, but I know he has a big influence on the final product. at the beginning of the music production class. Uh, so I have them redo an existing song. So they have to redo it as close to the original as possible. So every note, every sound, every EQ, everything. And they only have six hours to do it, which is not a lot of time. Uh, but some of them, they got really close. So, so we're doing good. Les claps en arrière. Tu ça aussi, tu les as fait déjà, les gens, ça? OK, tout ça. Je parle les drums dans Drop sont faits. OK. The biggest change in, in the industry, uh, the labels are signing less artists. Uh, some labels are a lot smaller than they used to be. 
uh, when I started out. And also they don't do much development anymore. So now the development has to happen from the artists and their producers. Okay, so what do you do now? Well, I'm a mix. I think that on the sound design and the parts, you guys nailed it. Great. Alors là, allez-y, encore un petit peu, la rondeur du kick, l'EQ le, le, du snap, euh, le petit synthé qui jouait aussi, il n'y a pas exactement la même brillance. Donc là, on est dans les subtilités. Obviously, the way we listen to music and we consume music has changed too. Uh, we used to buy albums and CDs and went out all basically streaming. Um, but I'm fine with that. I think. Uh, Streaming, if you have a subscription, you have access to all the music, where before if you had $20, you bought one CD, and you only listen to that. So, so for me, there's more opportunities now to, to be discovered. Okay. What have you paid as stream? Euh, j'ai pris ce qu'il y avait, c'est-à-dire ceux dans euh, Contact, j'ai pris Violin à... Ensemble. Ouais. Puis j'ai pris... Euh, ben ça, c'était pour les plus hauts. Puis j'ai pris les euh, cellos pour euh, ceux qui sont plus graves. Well, there's two sides uh, to the music industry today. Uh, um, because the equipment is so cheap, uh, the entry fee is, is almost nothing. Uh, the great thing is that everybody can make music, and that's amazing. Now the problem is that everybody can make music. You know, so some people maybe they, sh they could be involved in music, but it doesn't mean that they should be the artist or they shouldn't be the songwriter. We need managers, we need ARs, we need publishers. You know, we need people working at labels and all those companies that do streaming, well, they work in music. We need people there to help with the technology of it. Uh, so there's a lot of different jobs associated with uh, music. It's not people see the artist uh, and, and the performer, but there's so many other people involved. studio now, my, uh, my home studio, I should say, and this is where I do most of my productions. These are some of the guys I work with. So here we have uh, Wilson. Uh, he has a background in gospel and does a lot of, lot of live gigs. Um, and I've hired him in the past on a lot of projects and just love working with him. So when it was time to create this company, he was one of the first guys uh, I called on. And he said yes, so I'm really lucky. Uh, this is uh, Misha. 
Michel is actually an ex-student of mine. And he's has more of a heavy metal, hard rock background. And I was kind of looking for, for different backgrounds and the people I wanted, wanted to work with. I remembered him, so I called him, gave him a few challenges, and uh, he did pretty good, so he's here now. Um, this is an old friend, Emmanuel Travis. He's also an artist, uh, independent, so far. Uh, you never know. <laughs> uh, but he's also a great lyricist and a great top liner, which are the people who create melodies uh, for songs, for tracks. So uh, he's going to help us uh, fine tune the lyrics that the artist sent us. Second part of the chorus when the beat comes in, right? did today was uh, what we call popcorn. It's a one-string uh, little melody, and it's mostly rhythmic. And not really melodic, but mostly rhythmic. So I put the first part was that, and for the second part, for the chorus, I came with uh, big chords that I doubled. Uh, it's two different voicing to make it sound really big. Excellent. Let me copy those. And Misha, want to try your, your thing there? It's muted. Uh, uh, well, should I, yeah. you, should I go with that one or that one with that for that, for the melody? Uh, depends on the sound you're after. Just a bit. Uh, move this, move this. On this song right now, the idea is there, so just to bring it all the way to the finish line. So I'm listening to ideas and kind of creating, uh, like this one, I like that one. Why, why don't you add this to it? Uh, what do you think of that? So it's all like feedback. Uh, back and forth with the other guys and see what's going to be best for the song. So right now it's just, it's about the song. It's not about who has the best idea or whatever. It's just what can we do to make this song the best that it can possibly can be. First track, uh, so we did some guitars, kind of a popcorn funky thing, and then Misha added some more uh, distorted guitars, kind of give it a bit of bite, because uh, Alex, the guy who did the original idea, he wanted something a little meaner from what we had from the other songs, which are kind of tropical and soft and sexy, and this one had to be a little more attitude. So that's what we're working on, and now we're going to do some uh, live percussions on top of it. Play a little bit. You guys know more about that music than I do. Well, that's a big rhythm, mm -hmm. but sometimes there's like congas and stuff. On this song, there's some percussions already, but it's a loop taken from I don't know where, like pre-made loops. I don't like those. And um, I'm not crazy about the, the rhythm that's in there. So I think we can find better 
He plays djembe, he's pretty good. So we'll explore and see what fits and we'll find something. Let's go, uh, let's go check with him. Yeah. We're having a hard time right now getting the exact groove. Yeah. I think me and the other guys, we kind of know what we want, and he's not really picking it up. Um, but we'll get there. Sometimes the studio, it takes like 20 takes and yeah. to eventually get there. Uh, maybe someone else will play it, who knows. We can probably use that. Had a little bit of a hard time with the jamme because I'm not actually used to playing jamme a lot. I just had one that my one of my family members went like, happy birthday, and I was like, oh, thanks, great. But uh, so I'm not really used to it, and normally I don't really find much use to it at home, so I brought it here, and I know Sonny uses it frequently, but I don't, I don't, and I'm not, I'm not really a percussionist, I'm more of a guitarist than a bassist. <laughs> We're all done with the session for tonight. Uh, it went really great. Uh, the idea, the, the initial idea was good. So that makes the job easy for us to just add little flavor here and there. Now that the day is done, uh, it feels good. Uh, it was good. We saw a lot of students, uh, gave them a lot of feedback. Uh, uh, I think it was really helpful for them to finish the project or to keep going. And, and it's always fun to create new music. You know, it's one of the things I like the most. Uh, so to do that uh, with friends, um, that's the best, you know, and to finish the day with that, it's like, all right, why not? <laughs> Can we do this again tomorrow? And actually, I, I am, so, <laughs> so it's good. <laughs>